this is probably the most exciting time of the year for me because I'm a March Madness fan. Never, never, never played any college basketball, basketball at all. But I just love, <laughs> I just love brackets, and I just love seeing the underdogs prevail. Yeah. In the most cases, um, are you a March Madness fan? Do you like basketball? Yeah. Uh, we grew up in a basketball family. My both my parents graduated from Kansas University. Go Jayhawks! Um, go Jayhawks! And so we bleed blue. Um, yeah. So we we had Jayhawk games on all the time, and then March Madness was always it's always a fun time. And then you know I was a college athlete, and the whole the tournament style of the whole thing is awesome, and mm-hmm. getting to see a you know a mid major team go against the KU's or the UNC's or the Dukes of the world and occasionally knock them off yeah. and um i love that stuff i love the underdog stuff too so march madness is a big deal in our house that is awesome gotta give a shout out my, my sister graduated from ku med as well so oh really jayhawk so yeah. it's awesome that we got another jayhawk in the in the room basically yeah but do you have any rhyme or reason on when you pick your brackets or anything or teams that you go with or the past couple of years, I mean, I haven't I haven't watched as much basketball as I have in previous years. Previous years, I would know, you know, who's hot at when because that's a that's a big um, deciding factor. Like you could get a team that just gets on a tear at the end of the season, right? And, and um, just you know, you get a bunch of guys playing with a bunch of confidence, and they're hard to stop. Um, these past couple of years, with our business, with our kids, with our family, it's I haven't had as much time to devote to research. I guess you could sure, say. Sure. Uh, so I mean, it's a lot of a uh, lot of guessing. Um, you're always the safe bets are always your one and two seeds, but occasionally those guys get knocked off in you're the right. first couple of rounds. Um, if you're my wife, you pick the teams based on who has a cooler mascot or which awesome. colors you like oh. best. And surprisingly, she does pretty dang well when we do these <laughs> tournament challenges. I love this style. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, but that's the that's the uh, the awesome part about the tournament is, mm-hmm. you know, you can have all these stats and all these numbers and all of these thought processes. And really, when it comes down to is which which team just comes out and hits all the shots. Exactly. You can look at the analytics, all the fun stuff, the statistics, yeah. and then when it just comes down to it that's the reason why you play the game and yeah if it's not your day it's not your day and the best team will move forward yep. so yeah I, I like how your wife picks mascots and everything <laughs> because that, that is awesome we used to we still have a girl that worked here and um we did a team bracket or you know march madness bracket for all all the employees and when we did it she won it all and i go how did you i go congratulations that's awesome fantastic way to go i go what was your rhyme and reason and she's like i just went with the core core mascot and it was the year that louisville cardinals she's like i just thought that the cardinal it kind of just looked intimidating and everything with like the mohawk and everything i was like oh my oh my gosh i'm like i think i watch a lot of basketball like previous years i probably haven't watched as much as i should yeah but i was like yeah i finished like mid yeah mid of everyone i was like yeah okay maybe i should just do mascots or who who has the best you know yeah. coach or whatever it may well, be. We always hear about like in the ESPN challenge. There's always you know they after whatever rounds they always have X number of brackets that are left mm-hmm. perfect. And there's always a handful of just people who don't pay any attention to college basketball right. and just randomly pick teams. And somehow the stars align and they're one of you know ten people left with a perfect bracket. At exactly. The end of the world. You got to pick who's gonna go all the way this year. Um, probably not KU. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of had a tough year. Um, I've watched a little bit. Uh, Gonzaga looks pretty much unbeatable at this point. Um, you know, Baylor looks good. Yeah. And then, uh, but you never know. That's the and that's the cool thing. You might have you know you you look at like when Steph Curry was in there, right? Right. And, yeah. and you get these small Daytonas and mm-hmm. things, and they just you get a guy or two guys that get hot and you know, start winning some games and everyone starts believing and all of a sudden that big UNC or that big Duke or that big um, Kentucky don't look so big anymore. Right. And they'll just start knocking people off. So absolutely. I'm just excited to watch. I like I like to I like to watch competition and I like Me to well. be competitive and um, I just want to see competitive games more than anything. Oh well, and my favorite thing is tuning in like last minute or 30 seconds and just seeing the buzzer beaters. Oh man, I'm like a little kid. I <laughs> jumping up in the living room of my house. No allegiance to any team. Yeah. Just yeah. ran around like a yeah. child, but yeah. That's yeah. a cool deal. It's a, it's a cool time of year. It's probably, I think it's one of the greatest sporting events um, 
at least you know in in the United States, you know, mm-hmm. comparable to like the FIFA World Cup, that type of thing, where it's just giant tournaments with all kinds of all kinds of countries, all kinds of teams involved, and it's let the best team on that day win. Exactly, like Dick Vitale would say, "It's awesome, baby." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but if you have an opportunity to go to a Final Four, highly recommend it. We were able to go to it when it was in the cities, and mm. oh my gosh, it was probably the m- most riveting energetic sporting event i've ever been to really yeah it was amazing just the passion with all the fans and the coaches and the cheerleaders and the mascots it it just had a buzz just had an energy in the whole stadium and we i think at that time it was arizona michigan state oh my gosh there was one of the underdogs in there i think it was villanova and it was just cool just seeing you know everyone just picks a team and just goes with them and yeah hopefully they win and we get a celebrate Whatever that looks like. I'd love to go to one. Someday we'll get there. Exactly. Maybe go to a warmer venue, maybe like yeah. Arizona or <laughs> I don't Florida, need to go to Minneapolis Texas. in March. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting with Minneapolis. Okay, so we get March Madness in a colder city, and then they had the Super Bowl in a cold yep. city where I think it was like 10 degrees a day that they kicked off the game. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I really like in what you do, and and I think we're both passionate about this, is just physical health mm-hmm. is just so important, especially mm-hmm. in our day and age and what we're going through. Um, how important is physical health to you and any tips um, that you would want to share with people viewing this or mm-hmm. listening to us? Well, physical health to me is um, everything. Yeah. Um, you know, if you, don't have, if you don't have your physical health, I, I, a quote that I love, and I don't remember who said it, but it said, a man who has his health has a thousand dreams, and a man who doesn't have his health has one. Because when you are sick, yeah. all you want to do is get well, right? That's mm-hmm. all you can think about. It's hard to exactly. think about starting a business. It's hard to be a good husband. It's hard to be a good father when, you're, when your body just feels like junk. Yeah. Um, and so I think physical health is, is the foundation. And now more and more research is coming out on how the mind can affect the physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we talked about that a little bit before. Yeah. Um, so I think it's this amazing interconnecting circle of, of one thing supporting the other, but without your physical health, you're going to have a hard time doing anything. Right. Um, and that'll affect your mind, that'll affect your attitude, it'll affect your behaviors. You know, if your body feels like junk, you're not going to feel like doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to get anywhere or even be a kind human you know, when you just feel like junk. Right. So, I mean, that's, and I've known, I know what that feels like. I spent the first 22, 23 years of my life feeling like junk. Um, and that's what led me into the chiropractic sphere and, and the medical sphere because I just felt like crap all the time. And I was so tired of feeling like crap. Um, and I wasn't treating people well because of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was just this, this snowball where he's like, man, I feel like junk. And then it's hard to have good relationships. And it just start compiling and you mm-hmm. find yourself at the bottom of this hill then you look up the hill and like crap I want to be up there with everyone else yeah. you know absolutely um and for me it's been a you know I'm I'm 11 12 years into that journey and I'm significantly better off than when I was when I started but um it's been a lot of work and it's been a lot of learning uh, that's what got me into this my plan originally was to go to med school um and through a series of events I I uh stumbled upon a more holistic approach and diet nutrition Mm -hmm. that type of thing and the chiropractic model where we get to talk more about wellness um, and health care versus sick care uh, really appealed to me and so that's what led me down this road and i and i love it and i'm just trying to impress that vision and that message onto as many as my my patients as i can even people who aren't my patients like you can take your health into your hands if you want to Mm -hmm. And, but that's the key, like you gotta want to. And I can show people how to do it and I can give them all this advice, but until they walk through that door that I opened for them, then, I mean, there's, they have to want to do it. You, you gotta know. take the initiative. You gotta take the initiative and you, you can only lead a horse to water, as they say, right? Yes, you can. <laughs> you can even <laughs> shove the horse's face into the water trough. You can. But you can't make them drink. Um, and for me, that was, and so I know what, I know, and I think that's why a lot of patients um, appreciate when we sit down because they know that I know what it feels like to be in their shoes. Um, and that can be, you can feel hopeless, it can, you know, yeah. and you go through this constant circle of 
specialist to specialist to test to medication to specialist to test to medication and um, it's just draining and to have somebody uh, to sit down across from you and just say I know what that feels like and there's light and this is how you can do it uh, it's really rewarding for for anybody but especially mm -hmm. in that position and I, I bet those patients or even folks that you visit with it's comforting to hear someone that was in their yeah. their situation compared to being the odd person out yeah. there. Like I, I understand where you've been. Right. And we can we could definitely achieve your goals. Let let me know what they are. And I could definitely Oh, I was where you were one day too. And it was like physical health is so so key just mentally, spiritually, just taking care of your friends, your family, mm -hmm. your clients. Because if you're not here physically mm -hmm. with with a good attitude positivity and you'll basically fail yeah I and that's kind of the way I look at it you're not going to be there a hundred percent yeah in the moment yeah it, you may just walk past someone or just be like oh my gosh I'm just drained exhausted yeah I, I really don't care as much as yeah. I should as a human being and in the world if you, you just get back to folks and just be patient and listen to them and just care at the end of the day I think we're going to leave this place a better place yeah, when we go off. And world. that's something we we talk about at Origin quite a bit is, you know, we get most everyone who's coming in to see us, most people aren't coming in because they feel good. Yeah. Most people are coming in because they, they hurt or they're in pain right. or they feel like junk. Um, and because of that, some of them are going to be really crabby. <laughs> and we need to exactly. understand and approach them with empathy and with um, love and caring because they're coming from a place of pain. Right. And generally people are hurting, want other people to hurt too. And so we can't judge them on how they're acting or even treating us because we don't know what they've been through, what they're feeling like. Exactly. You know, and, and another thing we always, I talk about quite a bit is feeling is believing. And you know, a lot of people say like seeing is believing. Mm -hmm. I think feeling is believing. If I can get people to know what it feels like to feel good and to have energy and even just like a glimpse of it, especially someone who's been struggling for a long time, then I can say, all right, there it is. How'd that feel? I'm like, oh, awesome great mm -hmm. let's hang on to that now right and let's find the things that take that away right and you feel good and then you maybe you go eat pizza and have ice cream and it wrecks you then you come back and like man I felt like junk yeah okay now you know what that feels like mm -hmm. right yeah and then something can <laughs> click for them but until that and you know going back to our original point until they can I think until someone can feel what it feels like they're gonna have a hard time putting the pieces together be like diet is important or mm -hmm. getting some movement in every day is important or you know taking care of my sleep is important I can feel the difference when I do and when I don't take care of myself I think you nailed the um, nail on the head right there taking care of your physical health hand in hand with the diet mm -hmm. and then even getting adjusted to mm -hmm. by a chiropractor is just because that overall will help you feel better so much and then when you feel better Overall, yeah, it, it just changes a whole momentum for the whole week yeah. or the whole month, and you're like, okay, when I binged on Doritos and pizza and everything <laughs> after working out and ate a lot of ice cream, I know I did not feel good. Yeah, but then it's just and if you keep going down that route, you're always going to be feeling bad. But if you're always, you know, going to the gym, getting adjusted, and doing your diet, you know, whatever that looks like, um, you're going to feel great. Yeah, and it's and there's you know we talk about pillars as well. It's not just one thing. You know, if you're going to the gym four or five days a week, that's great. You're taking care of your physical, um, your musculoskeletal system, mm -hmm. as you could say. You're getting stronger. Uh, you're getting your heart rate up, all that good stuff. But you can go to the gym three, four times a day or three, four times a week and eat like junk. Yeah. And sleep like junk, and your stress is through the roof you're not doing a whole lot for yourself. No, that and goes all out the window. It all goes out the window. <laughs> and so we, I, I think about um, there's these four pillars to health, basically, and it's, your, it's, your move, it's movement, it's food, it's sleep, and it's stress reduction. And they all kind of support each other, right? If you're sleeping better, you're going to be more prone to make better food choices because your, your brain's in a more rested spot. Right. You're going to be more prone to go exercise because you're not going to be so tired. And when you're doing all those things, your stress is going to go down because you're going to feel good because mm -hmm. you're doing all those things. So they all kind of one can float the others, but if the others aren't doing, if you aren't doing a little bit in each category, the others can drag the other one down. Okay. You're going to have a hard time exercising if you're not supplying your body with the right energy and you're not sleeping because you're just going to be tired. Like 
who wants to go work out when you just feel like junk? I mean, it's not going to happen. Exactly. And vice versa, you know, if you're, if you're not exercising and you might be doing all the other things, you might be eating really, really clean. Well, you still need to build strength into your body. Mm-hmm. And there's all the, the exercise can increase your sleep, which can then, again, lead to better food choices yeah. because you're thinking more clearly. So they're all tied together. Um, and so at our practice, we don't necessarily say, well, you have to do just this, like, your diet's going to fix everything. Your diet can fix a lot of things. Right. But if you want, and we're more interested in creating um, or generating health through longevity as well. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not interested in giving a bunch of, or getting people on um, exercise programs to get them shredded and a six pack and stuff. I want them to have energy so that they, and so that they can make good choices and build strength for so that down the road they can play with their grandkids mm-hmm. and they can they'll be there to walk their granddaughter down the aisle during her wedding. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Like those types of things, and it's all encompassing. So, you know, you had asked earlier, what are some tips? Well, I mean, it's pretty intuitive. Most people know all the stuff, right? eat real food mm-hmm. you know that's the that's where we start with nutrition if we can get people to cut out all the stuff that has food labels on them and just eat food that came out of the ground off a tree or off an animal you're miles ahead of everyone just yeah. by doing that and then we all know that we should sleep okay well try to go to sleep you know get enough rest get yeah, enough rest yeah. make that a priority and there's there's you can get into the nitty-gritty of all that stuff and we do uh, on many occasions and then try to move every day. You know, our bodies are meant to move. And that's where I come in as a chiropractor, as far as I see it. We, as a chiropractor, we find your joints that aren't moving well, and we make them unstuck. And when your joints are unstuck, then you're like, oh, that feels better. Yeah. And then the muscles <laughs> calm down. And then you're able to go, go do the stuff you want to do. And mm-hmm. you're, you're not in pain, so your brain is clear, thinking more clearly. And then the stress reduction part, too. You know, you can be eating the perfect diet, but if you're in your own head all the time and your stress is through the roof, it's not going to matter. Um, I always tell people one of my favorite patients I've ever had, he drove truck or drives truck. His diet is terrible. I mean, he would tell you mm-hmm. he's Snickers bars and pop most days. Oh, yeah. He's on the road all the time. On the road all the time. Yeah. And he's he's uh, beer every night. And he's a little bit overweight, but he's the happiest guy you ever met. He's smiling all the time. He's That's always awesome. joking. He's hugging everybody. <laughs> and he goes and gets his labs done. And they're perfect. Like his blood chemistries, his blood pressure, everything's perfect. So there's something to be said about the guy who can, who is in such a mental state that he manages his stress and he just doesn't let things get to him. And he's just there, happy, choosing to be well every day. And his body responds mm-hmm. versus the person who eats perfect and does all the things and they're so worried about eating their kale or they're so worried about, you know, all the, all the little nitty gritty things yeah. that they're actually creating a more stressful environment in their body almost counterintuitively that's creating a, a, a they're creating a, a space in their body that's harder to heal and and to prevent sickness in so um there's a de- delicate balance there and so what i try to impress on people just do the do just start somewhere right and just do, do little things yeah. and then see how you feel feel great sweet let's keep going down that path if you don't feel great sweet let's change a little bit and see what else we need to do yeah we got a different plan for you yeah that's right so it's it's an it's a really fun job um i love i love watching people get better because that was me right all those years of not feeling good and then finally being like oh this is how most people feel i think Mm -hmm. or you know what i mean yeah um and so we're just really passionate about bringing people to that realization and the coolest thing about you when i first met you you could just really tell that someone wants to take care of take care of another person and just has her right agenda yeah. you know it's just like you're not gonna come in and see people and just you know adjust hey i'm gonna see you so many visits and everything yeah. you really care about them you have a vested interest mm-hmm. and then folks can see that and especially with the four pillars and everything you mentioned everything goes hand in hand mm-hmm. and then once you get that rocking and rolling oh my gosh, then your spouse or significant other will see that. And then it just trickles down to your whole family. That's right. And even growing up, I always tell the story. My grandpa, he he was, gosh, 80, 85, and we would still throw the baseball in the backyard or the Mm -hmm. football. And it was, he was in decent health. He he was legitimately in decent health, would always walk and just, and his attitude and personality, just like the truck driver and everything, he made that decision every morning when he woke up. I'm gonna be in a good mind, yeah. good mindset, good attitude, 
and then no matter even if I was tired or even I thought he would, would be tired, I'd be like, hey, Papa Joe, let's go, let's go throw the ball. He'd be like, 7 o'clock, okay, yeah, let's go do it. I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, how do you have the energy? Like, what, what's going on? What, what's the secret here? What's the pills? But, well, but, and, I, yeah. you know, one of my business partners, I, we talk about that quite a bit. We want to be those old grandpas that people are looking at like, what the heck's wrong with that guy? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like running around, throwing kids around, playing football in the backyard, driving too fast like I want to be that old guy I don't and one of my greatest fears just getting raw here is to be um, in a position where either my mind or my body's failing me and I'm stuck Mm -hmm. you know um, we're all gonna die that's a that's a given right we're all gonna and and that's coming but I want to have a say in how that happens Um, and maybe obviously we don't all get to pick the way we go Mm -hmm. but I feel like I can stack the deck in my favor that you can absolutely that the decline won't be as slow and gradual as you might see with um, you know Alzheimer's dementia being stuck in a nursing home that type of thing I want to I want to live hard and I want to live fast I want to live fun and full of love and with a bunch of relationships and then when the time comes then the time will come but up until that point I want I don't I want to be able to do things that I want to do and it all starts now, you know, in my early 30s, taking care of myself now to prime myself for those later years that I can do all that. And it just start, starts with building blocks. And it's interesting you just mentioned that because I've always, it's probably maybe a thought that scares me uh, because I know that one day our time will come mm-hmm. as human beings and everything. But I was like, if I can prepare myself to prepare my mind, my body, my health, and everything to keep going 100% every single day mm-hmm. and be able to pass that along to being a good husband but a good friend and person, that, that's going to make a difference because I you, I understand there might, my body will fail eventually yeah. and everything, but if I could prevent it for the most part on doing the few things that you mentioned, oh, man. Well, and, and prevention is, is tricky, too, because – you know, you could do everything perfect. You could eat clean. You could exercise every day. You could get good sleep, and you could still get cancer. You can. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. You and really so, can. Um, I think when people look at preventative wellness and stuff like that, think, all right, if I do this, then I'm not going to get that. And I'd say, well, you, if you do this, you maybe won't get that, but you maybe will too. It's a possibility. You it's a possibility. Fifty-fifty, really. Well, and, and you're just stacking the deck in your favor. You're increasing the odds, yeah. right? If you take care of yourself and you prevent yourself from being overweight, which prevents generally prevents you from getting diabetes, which prevents you from heart disease and, mm-hmm. and all the autoimmune conditions, um, you're, you're doing pretty good. There's still a chance, though, that you're going to get hit by a truck or you know you develop some rare cancer or you're swimming in the bahamas and a shark bites your leg off Mm -hmm. you know there's all these things that can happen yeah um so on and that's why i'm more interested in the journey than i am in like we're trying to get you prevent you from this x random thing right exactly i want you to enjoy this journey so that you can enjoy the time with your grandkids Mm -hmm. and your grandfather or whatever else right and if you're doing all the little things and you're and you're doing most things good then you're going to enjoy the journey too because you're going to have energy and you're going to feel good, which is going to make you happier, which is going to, it's just going to create these ripple effects throughout your whole life. And that's where we, that's where I want people to get to. Um, we're not, pre- we're not preventing anything hundred percent, but we're making your current mm-hmm. self healthier, stronger, which leads to a better life in general. You're putting the foundation in place basically. Yeah. You put the foundation cause you know, a house can't stand, without a foundation right um a joke that my father-in-law always tells me is uh we're at the bottom of the totem pole right and he would always say when i'm when i married his daughter he said welcome to the bottom of the totem pole (laughs) i've been waiting here a long time and uh my saying back to him is well that totem pole needs a strong base you're damn right it does we gotta (laughs) you know we serve a purpose um but it's so true you know if you don't have your foundation then everything else is going to topple and it will. Um, and the foundation can be as complicated or as simple as you want to make it. And at Origin, we talk about that a lot is, you know, keeping things simple. Um, it doesn't have to be this big, intricate uh, diet and this, all these crazy exercises and all that stuff. 
I mean, it can really just be, you know, start by drinking one more bottle of water a day. You know, right. if you're drinking a lot of pop, substitute one for a bottle of water. Do that for two weeks. And then do two bottles of water for two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah, and small then, steps and everything. And you don't got to go to a CrossFit gym. You don't got to do all this stuff. Just go on a walk for 20 minutes. And then next week, try to do 30 minutes or whatever. It doesn't, yeah, small steps in the right direction can lead you down a really, really cool path. It definitely can. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people get overwhelmed, especially when they know they need to do something, right? I'm, right? I have this heart condition. I'm diabetic. I know I need to lose 50 pounds, whatever it is. And then you go on the Google machine <laughs> or on the YouTube machine, <laughs> and oh, the amount of information is overwhelming. And so we just try to simple it down. It's, right. Well, you don't have to do it. You can, and eventually, if you want to, let's get you to that point. But for now, let's just go on a walk, and let's just eat you know, a, f a fruit every day. I mean, a, and a lot of people, and then you can kind of get these small wins along the way and you start to get that dopamine hit and like, oh, I did it, you know? I love it. I yeah. got this one little thing. Great, now let's build on that. You accomplished something. You did the basics, you accomplished something. Okay, our next step is this. You go, go maybe for five minutes more on a walk or right. so on and right. so forth. Right, yeah. yeah, start small, keep it simple, and enjoy the journey. Great advice. Oh, man. <laughs> Light bulb just went off in the room. Well, um, it had, to, I mean, it went off because that went off in, for me. That was, you know, that changed yeah. my whole trajectory. And that's why you're very passionate about it. Exactly. And I, and I always, and I've said this before, too, is my wife teases me. She's like, you go to the gym, you don't need to lose weight. I go, Ashley, dear, I go to the gym just to feel good mentally. Mm -hmm. I, I need to be present. Mm -hmm. and, and I go, I don't need to be the bodybuilder or the yeah. next division one athlete, so on and so forth. It just makes me feel so much better internally and, and or, or not internally, physically. And then hopefully that sets the steps and everything. Yeah. So when I get older and everything, I'm not, hopefully don't have as many problems or I may, but you never know, but I'm starting, maybe I started, you know, Hey, so you gotta start somewhere mm -hmm. rather later than not yeah. doing it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and the, I love what you just said in that, you're going to the gym for your reason. You're not going for the gym to be an Instagram model and to get all this ex, you know, external praise or anything. Right. You're there because you know that you going to the gym puts you in a better mental space. You can be a better husband to your wife mm -hmm. and you can be a better coworker oh, exactly. and a better human just in general versus the person who's going there just you know, to try to look as good as they can. And if that's you, then great. Like if you just want to look good naked, perfect like do your thing um and if that's our goal more power to yeah, you more, and more power to you but that shouldn't that's to impress that upon everyone right you need to and that's what's going to carry you is you recognize that's what works for you mm -hmm. versus me trying to throw somebody in a position like you need to do this and this and this and this but if they're in it for the wrong reasons it's not going to last right so a lot of times the the best exercise program is the one you enjoy you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because you actually will do it, right? Exactly. And a lot of time we talk about too is you know focusing on your why. Like why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. Why are you going to the gym five days a week? And for you, it's well, I want to be, I want to feel good, I don't want to, I want to have that good mental space so that I can yep. be all these things, right? Another person, it might be, well, I want to lose 100 pounds so that I don't have a heart attack again. Or another person, it might be, I want to be able to pick my granddaughter up. I'm tired of my knees hurting all the time, or whatever it is. But having your reason for it and then remembering that on a fairly consistent basis will carry you through those times where you're sore or you're tired and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this today. <laughs> but that's important that, and, and having your own reason versus someone else's, that's huge. I love that. And I think that just goes to anything in life. You know, when your parents or your teachers said, hey, read, read this book, whole, whole classroom's reading the book. But if you're reading a book or a newspaper article, that you're passionate about or have a vested interest in, mm -hmm. guess what? You're going to read more and more of that, yeah. uh, of that author or that publication or whatever it is yeah. compared to someone shoving it down your throat, to be quite honest with right. you. And, I, and that's kind of with me, too. It's like someone says, oh, read this article. Okay. I'm always like, oh, what, what's in it for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there has to be some level of interest, right? right. Exa you know, exactly. it's like yeah. chiropractic school and you we – you know, I don't care about organic chemistry. Like, you know. I think I felt chemistry. My, my goal was to <laughs> memorize as much as I could, regurgitate it on the day that I needed to, and then never remember it again. Right. 
and it speaks to that's the that's the truth though like yeah you know you they have to and it goes i mean going full circle in a conversation they have to want to be able to do that and so there has to be some level of interest and in the health world oftentimes the interest comes after something traumatic like a heart attack right. or a severe diagnosis or something you know bad and at origin we want to get people to that realization without the heart attack you know yep. let's get them headed down that path so that they don't have to experience that life-altering hospitalization or whatever it is before they start making changes and at origin health that that's one thing i love what you just said too you're being proactive yeah. instead of reactive you're setting the foundation going back to that and steps to help, help you out in, instead of oh I had a heart attack or I had a stroke and then they you know then they came and see you and, and not saying that they can't and everything right but you want to try to be as open to that and trying to get the next steps or as far as you can before something correct a life-changing instant can happen yeah so, what one thing I, I was thinking about this too with having you on and I was like few things that people may get weary of or just maybe stress them out it's going to the dentist going to the doctor <laughs> going to the chiropractor maybe even getting married i don't know but yeah, yeah. but sometimes there's a, a fear mm -hmm. behind that if someone was listening and they had a fear on maybe coming seeing a chiropractor because they may not never got adjusted or just maybe heard maybe horror stories or just yeah. not not maybe good things what advice or what what would you give those folks you know, I just, I, with anything, I tell them to go shopping, right? You're in, you're in, you're in control of your body, right. and you're the one doing the interviews, really. Mm -hmm. And if you walk in, sit, talk to the chiropractor, if, if you're getting a weird vibe or it's just not clicking, go to the next one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and that's with chiropractors, physicians, bankers, lawyers, everything. I mean, you know, you should go where you feel comfortable. Um, and yeah, there's horror stories about chiropractors, and there's horror stories about physicians, and there's horror stories about massage therapists. Yeah. And PT. I mean, there's there's not great people in every profession, profession right? right. Um, I think we're really blessed, especially in this town, Sioux Falls, um, to have a really strong community of chiropractors and um, medical professionals who really care. We are very blessed and lucky. Yeah, right. um, and you know, I there isn't one that I met in Sioux Falls that I wouldn't send a patient to, to be honest with you. Um, That's great. I have met other chiropractors and I've been treated by other chiropractors and that was enough. <laughs> you know, that was, that was plenty. Like, I'm done. Yeah, All right. well, that was good. Um, <laughs> but I would, you know, chiropractic is a very safe um, form of care. It's, it's uh, non-invasive, um, it's very gentle. I think a lot of times, and I joke with patients about this quite a bit too, is you know the what everyone thinks about is like the neck adjustment, the cracking, yep. and popping, and this big Jackie Chan move, right? And then you're just going limp, and that's it. That's you know turn the lights off. That's the end of the show, um, and it's really much less than that. And there are still different ways of adjusting patients that are much gentler and don't involve the cracking and popping. Mm -hmm. And there's chiropractors in this town who, who specialize in that. And so if people don't like that, you know, we're happy to refer them to other people who have a, have that specialty in that treatment style where there isn't any cracking and popping. Um, the way I practice, I kind of do a little bit of both. Um, I'm a manual adjuster, meaning I use my hands. And mm -hmm. then I also have a couple tools that I'll use for the people who don't enjoy that feeling. Um, so we just try to treat you as you would want to be treated, you know? That's the, the, the golden rule times two. I, I've heard it called the platinum rule. You know, the golden rule being treat others as, you, as I would want to be treated. Right. The platinum rule would be treat others as they would want to be treated, right? Exactly. And so we try to tailor our treatments to the patient knowing that you're going to be different than the next person, than the next person, than the next person. Um, so we... we start people out easy and a lot of times we can get a lot of good results and if we don't then we can switch it up and if we're still struggling then we make a referral and get you to the person that we think is going to fit you the best um, but I would say the biggest thing if you're if you're out in the world and you're looking for someone then I would just say go look mm -hmm. you know um, and generally Google's an amazing amazing machine anymore there's all kinds of reviews if there's good or bad it's probably going to be out there somewhere right um, hopefully there's more good than bad and if you're curious, you know, just go say, can I come talk to you? And I would, if there's a, a chiropractor or any other medical professional who is unwilling to sit down and, you know, at least meet with you, 
I would say go somewhere else <laughs> because in the end we're all humans and we all should yeah. be taking care of each other. So that's how we approach our business. Um, I'm here to serve, whether that's through chiropractic yep. or nutrition or exercises or sending you to a, someone else I trust that is going to be able to handle your problem um, or solve your problem uh, more easily than I, then I'm happy to do that. So, you know, find good people and stick with them basically. And that is awesome though that you mentioned being, being a servant, ser serving folks mm -hmm. and just giving them the advice. Mm -hmm. And we're all not gonna be the right fit for everyone. But the one thing I do personally, I go get adjusted once a month mm -hmm. and it is a game changer. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't start doing that probably about a year, maybe two years ago. And it is definitely helped me because I, I drive in my company car. I go see customers and I slouch sometimes and just posture and yeah. things of that nature. And just to me, they're basic things. Yeah. But I was doing half of them incorrectly. Yeah. And just working on those or just understanding about them. And when when you're doing something wrong, you're like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm slouching now. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I sit back up and everything. It's like it was it was a game changer mm -hmm. on just overall on how I feel even going to the gym and everything. Yeah. I used to be so tight in my back mm -hmm. and be like, oh my gosh, when I squat or deadlift and everything, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, well, there's there's real power in it. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're essentially messing with the nervous system. Um, and your nervous system's your brain and all your nerves, and, and your nerves go to every single tissue and organ and cell in your body. And so, you know, if that's not operating at the level it should be, well, I mean, yeah, you're not going to function as better or right. as good as you should be. One of the knocks on chiropractors that I hear a lot is, well, if you go to a chiropractor, you have to go forever, right? And no, not necessarily. Well, you don't have to. No. Then you're in charge, right? You can go. No one has a gun to your head. I'd say you exactly. See we so see people, I, see, I have patients who come in once a year, and it's eerily around the same week. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> um, and then I have patients who come in only when something happens, right? I, got a, I fell the other day and, or whatever, fill in the blank. I go in, we see him a couple times, dig him out of the hole, as I like to say, yep. pick him back up, and then kick him out again. Um, and then I have patients who like to come every month, like you, or mm -hmm. like a, on some sort of regularly, not because they have to, but because it feels good. Yeah. And if it feels good, well, then great, you know, treat yourself, you know what I mean? Everyone has a preference. Everyone yeah. has a preference. And Find what fits you the best and, and go do that. And I would also say, you know, Exactly. Go find what fits you the best and go do that. And if, if it's working for you, then keep going. Yeah. And if it isn't, then find something else. Exactly. Um, one thing when we first met, and I love this too, starting a business through a pandemic, oh, yeah. which, which, which you did. And I give you all the kudos. And I would, and I would assume there's ups and downs through that, mm. through that time. How did you stay optimistic and push through um, that time, I would say through 2020 for the most part. I would say it was hard to stay optimistic and it was hard to stay optimistic and it was easy to push through because we didn't have a choice. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. We didn't have a choice. We didn't have a choice. And so um, just doing what we could was the easy part. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm I'm the type, I, I tend to be, I wouldn't say workaholic, but I get hyper-focused and, and and can just bury myself in things. And so that allows me to not have to deal with stuff, right? I know that. You know what I mean? And you just zero in. Yeah, 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 you just zero in, and then you don't have to think about the pandemic. You mm -hmm. don't have to think about the numbers and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, we we had higher hopes for last year, I would say that. And, you know, in my mind, I had all these numbers I was going to hit, and we were going to be crushing it during these weeks and these months, stuff like that. And then the good Lord just knocks you down a pedestal. And, yes, and it does. What kept me going was actually a, a, was my faith, basically, because, you know, I just trusted that I'm going through this stuff for a reason, right? Yeah, and absolutely. worst case scenario, my wife and I talked about this when we were starting the practice, like, what's the worst, worst, worst case scenario? And we had always joked, like, something crazy happens, the practice closes, we're done. Mm-hmm. And then two months in, there's a once-in-a-century pandemic, <laughs> like, oh, this is actually happening now. Um <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't have to close. We, we actually did fairly well. Um, but in, in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, the good Lord is up there just laughing at me because I had all these plans, right? Yeah. And I had all these goals, and I'm going to do this, and we're going to do that. And then he's like, 
remember, <laughs> you aren't in control. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm in control, yeah. I'm in control. Yes. And knowing that, and there's some peace knowing that too. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not giving me a free pass to not work hard. Like, oh, God's got it. You know what I mean? He's yeah. going to take care of me. No, like, it's, it still requires some sweat equity, and it requires me continually trying to push every day and do better than, than the last. Um, but knowing that I'm going to be taken care of no matter what. And it may not be comfortable, right? right. We were never promised it was going to be comfortable. No. All we know is that in the end, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And so during those months last year, specifically March, April, we're slow. And then November, we're here in Sioux Falls. You know, there was, in South Dakota, there was 2,000 cases a day. And everyone was... Right. It was getting kind of hairy and all that stuff, and the hospitals were getting full. Um, we slowed down quite a bit then, too. And it was just that constant reminder, like, listen, what's the worst-case scenario? Worst-case scenario is we, pr- we close the practice. Maybe we have to sell the house. But in reality, you know, our kids are healthy. Yeah. My wife is healthy. We're not going to be on the streets starving. We you know what so I mean? so many things to be grateful for. So many oh, things yeah. to be grateful for. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, in fact, and he was talking about these, uh, the border wall crisis. And, and he specifically was reporting on Honduras. And he was talking about tens of thousands of kids who are getting recruited into these gangs and all this, and the life expectancy, and right. it's the most murderous country in the world. And I just, like, it, in the back of my mind, I was like, man, we hit the lottery just being born here. We had nothing to do with any, you, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're so lucky. We are so lucky that we can, you and I can be sitting here having this conversation on a whatever day it is um, with no pressure to that we're going to get shot when we leave here. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, and we don't have to worry about going into work, or, you know, driving into work. Yeah. You're, you're going through a tough neighborhood and, you know, drive-by shootings and things yeah. of that nature. All that stuff. And, and so when we had, when the pandemic hit last year, one of the keys for me was just keeping everything in perspective, right? Like, I'm blessed to have my family. I'm blessed to have a home. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed to be able to have food red- readily available to me. Um, we're blessed to have extended family who really care and want to support us if stuff were to go really bad. Um, so the worst-case scenarios were never, like, real bad. Right. One of my mentors says if, if, um, if you think you have a problem, but if money can fix your problem, then you don't have a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, good point. Because um, the real thing—that's thing, great advice. All that—the that. yeah, only thing that matters really is relationships, who you're surrounding yourself with, and then how you're treating others. Right. And money doesn't factor into any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, last year was challenging for sure. It was. And we learned a lot of lessons. Um, our practice had real good months and real good weeks, and then we had some real slow months and some slow weeks. And during those slow times, I was like, all right, if we can just see one person a day and make them feel better. That's a win. We're going to call it a win. You made a difference. We made a difference. And we may not be rolling in the dough, as they say. um, And that's okay. Because that may come, or it may not, you know. But we're just going to focus on serving the person in front of us as best we can. Exactly. And the the crazy thing through the pandemic, when it first happened, myself, you, so many other people, we were like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to get through this, Mm -hmm. you know? And, yeah, we got knocked down. We got brought back up. But I am pumped and excited to see what 2021 and beyond has because I know the good Lord has, is backing us at all. And, and the best thing is he wouldn't give us something that we couldn't handle. And the pandemic made us all stronger mm-hmm. me- mentally, physically, mm-hmm. and everything, challenged us, and, the, and he wouldn't give us things that we couldn't handle. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited to see on how majority of business owners, mm-hmm. salespeople, parents, athletes, they're going to come out up on top, and they're going to not even know that the heights that they can even touch or reach just because of well, just bringing it all in. You yeah, know? yeah. So and and it's not to not to downplay all the suffering that happened last year. I I agree with that. You know, all the death and and the people who lost their jobs and their homes and are still struggling to find work. You know, that's the whole thing is that's is tough. terrible and unfortunate. It is terrible. That being said, there are so many little blessings we can look back on. So many blessings. And see, you know, you know, even from a like a holistic health, there are so many people that saw how this disease was affecting people who weren't in the greatest shape. And, you know, the I, I forget the statistics, but the vast majority of people were overweight that really struggled with it, right? Um, and then all these 
compounding factors and these comorbidities, as they like to say, you know, diabetes, mm-hmm. um, um, what were the other ones? Anyway, people who have a bunch of these issues going on. So there was a lot of people in, spe- in our practice that I saw who were kind of scared, right? Yeah. And rightfully so, and so they decided to make a change. And they started exercising, and they started eating better, and now they're down 40, 50 pounds. So those types of things, right? And then also, I feel like when everything was shut down and nobody was going out or anything, you know, all the I felt like I was m- more inclined to call and contact my family I hadn't talked to in a while, yeah. friends I hadn't talked to in a while, setting so up good. Zoom dates, that kind of thing. That's awesome. Um, because it, when when your life is shut down, it puts everything in perspective again, right? Oh, it does. And you start to realize what's really important. And well, I just miss my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are so big. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's that's so easy to lose track of. Um, and so we try to hold on to those lessons um, and apply them those to our practice too, because right. I think that's that's what'll carry us through tough times. And every business is going to have tough times, whether it's you know self-inflicted or right. something that's completely out of our control, like a pandemic and like you said too my heart goes out to those family members mm-hmm. and folks that lost their lives during mm-hmm. COVID-19 but go, if you go on a mission trip or you see other countries and things of that and see on how people live and then come back to the United States and just see how grateful we are for being in a great oh yeah nation and then our health care as well yeah. oh my gosh my heart my prayers all my gratitude goes to those frontline work, mm-hmm. workers and nurses and doctors mm-hmm. everything e- even the ballet staff when you go into Avera mm-hmm. or Sanford um, and, and gender staff you know, they're, they're working day, people day work and night oh you know gosh. in the grocery stores Gro- who grocery never took stores. a day off yeah you te- know what I mean teachers post office all post that stuff our law enforcement mm-hmm. oh my gosh I am so so mm-hmm. happy and excited to be an American mm-hmm. yeah, and when September 11th I think we saw the United States of America come together mm-hmm. I, and I feel like we're going to be seeing more and more of that. Just Hopefully not September 11th. Not, not September 11th, <laughs> not, not the tragedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but coming yeah, as yeah, a community, yeah. as being as a proud American, yeah. instead of being we, we won We won the lottery being born in the time, right. in this, this era that we're born in and that we're living in, and also this part of the world. Um, and, you know, our country is going through some growing pains right we now, are. obviously. Um, but I think you're right. If there's, if you could go and see how some other people in the world live, or in other countries and the situations they're in, it's like, man, you just want to hug everyone you see right now, just oh, because you do. we are so blessed, and and it's because of nothing that we did, right? We mm-hmm. didn't get to choose. It's not like you're like, oh, I think I'm gonna roll the dice and I'm gonna be born there, right? Mm-hmm. You just are. You were put in this position for a reason, and you were given all these things out of just pure grace, yeah, right? Um, and now it's our responsibility to expand upon that and use it and, and further, you know, God's kingdom and bring more people into it. Um, but we, we won the lottery. We did, we did <laughs> win know? the lottery. Well, and I always think, too, like Christmas time, we always, or, and even Thanksgiving, we always talk about helping people in need, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. We don't even have to wait till Christmas or Thanksgiving. If you're in the coffee line or at the grocery store, and you know if it's on your heart and everything, and God has blessed you where you are, take care of someone's groceries or just go sure. do something kind. And oh my it can gosh, be something. It can be as simple as smiling at somebody. Smiling, high fiving, if they're comfortable with it right now. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, oh, yeah, or hugging someone. True. But but overall, <laughs> just smiling though. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a game changer too. Yeah. And. We, we started with March Madness, and I'll kind of end with this, is Jimmy Valvano. Mm-hmm. Gentleman, you know, Dick Vitale does the Jimmy B Foundation yeah. through ESPN. And when Jimmy Valvano, when he got the ESPY Award, and this just still sticks in my mind every day. And he's like, he, he was just a grad assistant, and he was a basketball coach. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he read Vince Lombardi's book. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's so you may know where I'm going with mm-hmm. this. And Vince Lombardi's books, very important things here, you know. Your family, the good Lord, and the Green Bay Packers. So he gets his job <laughs> and his first coaching job. I can't remember where the school was. Yeah. So Jimmy Valvano, he has, he's like, I was probably maybe five years older than all these kids I'm coaching. He's like, guys, I've got three things important here, okay? Your friends, your family, the good Lord, 
and the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> and he's like, oh, crap, no, not the Green Bay Packers. I'm at Rutgers. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. And, then he, and, and then the funniest thing, he goes out the door because – and he's like, pushes the door. Door doesn't open. Shots on him. <laughs> and he falls to the ground. And, his, and he's like, the equipment manager pulled me up and everything. Mm-hmm. And, he, and the cool thing I loved about that story, when he said that, he was dying at the Aspies. Mm-hmm. I, I think he passed away about a month. But he goes, if you see me, smile. Mm-hmm. Give me a hug. Mm-hmm. Say a prayer for me. But you know what? Don't feel bad for me. Mm-hmm. Make a difference for the next person. Yeah. If we go about doing this every single day that way, oh, my gosh, this world will be such a better place. Oh, it sounds – I just get chills. I mean, every time I watch that, even hear your, like, your impersonation, you get chills listening to that. Yeah. And, you know, something we impress upon our team at Origin, too – is it's not about just showing up at Origin and taking care of our patients. Um, it's also being a better human outside of work. Be a great human. And so yeah. one of our core tenants is creating ripples of joy. And what that means is you can be standing in a grocery line and, like you say, pay for something or just helping someone pick something up or smiling and being kind to the person in front of you, being kind to the young person checking out your food, you know yeah. what I mean? because we don't know what kind of difference that's gonna make in their life. And so if we can create just a little bit of joy and a little bit of light in their world, that might take hold, yeah. and then they might go home and treat the next person better. You know, if we, and who knows how far that can go, because then they might have a little bit of light that they'll share with the next person. And that can just keep, that ripple can grow and grow and grow and grow. Yeah, I'm right with that. And we may never see the results of that. And that's okay, all we know is we set it in motion. And it might stop with that person, or we might affect lives down the road. But that's all we can do. You, you control what you can control and treat people as good as you can. And like you said, just create a better world. And cause that ripple effect like what you mentioned. Yeah. Keep inspiring. Thanks again for being on. Oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was really helpful, and hope everyone enjoyed it. Thanks again. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was fun. Awesome.